1: Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty, the Queen!
0: This is Caitlin Menza, and I'm Lisa Ryan, and we are Royally Obsessed, where each week we talk about the latest happenings with the royal family. This week we're chatting about the Queen's upcoming 92nd birthday. Meghan and Harry's baby-making plans, yikes. And uh, the fact that Kate is also about to
1: pop about any second now. So lots of births. A lot of births, (laughs) actually. Yes, you're right. And this week in royal history. This week in royal history. On March twenty sixth, 2015, the remains of King Richard III of England... England Mm -hmm. was reburied or were reburied at Leicester Cathedral in England.
0: So he certainly didn't die in 2015. So why were his remains needing to be reburied?
1: Thank you for asking. (laughs) Well, in August. I need the help. I need the help. In August 1485, he went to the Battle of Bosworth Field. Mm -hmm. No relation to Kate Bosworth, Uh, I assume. And he died. He was betrayed. It was bad. It really mm-hmm. sucked for him. Like, ugh, betrayal. <laughs> Terrible legacy. <laughs> but then he didn't get a proper burial. They brought him back to Leicester, England, so that the, uh, the public could see that he was dead. It was just kind of like approving it like, hey, he's mm-hmm. dead. Here's mm-hmm. his body.
0: In case you thought he was alive for the last 500 years.
1: Yeah, and then he didn't have like a formal burial, like, you know. But then, and in, in he and his nephew, Edward V, we mm-hmm. the only English monarchs since the Norman conquest mm-hmm. in the 1000s mm-hmm. uh, to not have. The original aughts. Yes, <laughs> the original aughts. So th- the first one to not have an original uh, burial. Uh, and then in 2015, he was finally buried mm-hmm. in a proper royal way. Mm-hmm. And some royals were there, including the Countess of Wex- Wessex and mm-hmm. the Duke and Duchess of Gloucester? Gloucester? <laughs> Gloucester. We are your royal correspondents,
0: but we are not schooled in all things British pronunciation. So we you have live to forgive in America. us. We live in America. One so, of us is Canadian. We're doing the best that we can. Yes.
1: But anyway, um, I'm very happy for mm-hmm. Richard III because it's really nice that he finally was buried in a very polite, formal way. I can rest in peace now. for Richard III. (laughs) We cheers to him. All right, so let's get started with the Queen Elizabeth's 92nd birthday party, which is going to have a very special performance by, drumroll, Shaggy. Okay,
0: (laughs) talk me through this because is Shaggy
1: English, first of all? Question mark? You know what? I don't think so, but I've never, ever thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just a man who probably makes music that she listens to regularly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her. It wasn't her. You know? And also Sean Mendes. I think he's Canadian. Pretty sure. He's like this young teen yeah, yeah, to 20 yeah. something yes. guy. Yes. No, I know Sean. That's why it's such a funny range of artists
0: on the list. So some of the other musicians that are apparently performing for the Queen's birthday are Kali Minogue, Craig David, another throwback, Sting. Mm-hmm um, Lady Smith, Black Mombazo, like those, that's first of all, a very bizarre range, but <laughs> so Shaggy's Jamaican, we've just learned. So that's good to know. Um, that that's was going to be my fun fact that I whip out with all my friends, <laughs> like guess who's from Jamaica, Shaggy. And, but Jamaica wasn't even a British protectorate, was it? Or it's not part of the Commonwealth. I just want to think that she genuinely loves Shaggy. Well, that's what's amazing. I mean, she doesn't only have to choose artists that are part of her kingdom. But <clears> why Why Shaggy? You can get anybody in the world to perform. She could get the Spice Girls once again. She owns them. But <laughs> as we've discussed with them, maybe playing for uh, Megan and Harry's wedding. But
1: Shaggy. I like that Kylie Minogue's going to be there because I really like her. Yes. She's amazing. And, oh, by the way, this is going to be airing on April 21st, which is her birthday. Yeah. I mean, 92. Get it? I guess that's the shaggy birthday. That is the
0: shaggy birthday. <laughs> that's when
1: you bring in the Jamaican singer. <laughs> <laughs> I just, she's,
0: she's not dancing, I don't think. Maybe she is.
1: My grandma is 99 and lives in a assisted living facility in Toronto, and it is the most wild place I've ever seen. They are just <laughs> flirting shamelessly all of the time. That's amazing. And so, and like, my grandma's name is Emma, and everyone's calling her Sunny. And so I can only assume that, like, Queen Elizabeth is maybe going through a wild stage. I, I love everything about that. And I just like that she can call
0: up whoever she wants and makes them perform. Mm-hmm. Um, That reminds me, though, speaking of celebrating, um, we have a cocktail here. We're starting a brand new tradition here at Royally Obsessed, which is a weekly cocktail, a royal cocktail, in fact. And now, now, the weekly weekly royal royal cocktail. Cocktail. So, this one is uh, gin and dubonnet. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, not that it matters because we couldn't find dubonnet. So, actually, what we have is gin and pims.
1: And we're afraid that it might not taste great. So, we also have some lemon flavored seltzer that we might add. Yes, and lemons themselves. Yes. So, uh,
0: neither of us really has what I would call a mixologist background. But we do like drinking on Mondays. So we're going to give it a whirl. Yes. Um, Okay. And we don't have anything to measure with either. (laughs) So we're going to get very drunk. So please bear with us. We're basically doing this um, college style. Delicious beverages and hot guys. Where we just have some plastic cups and some giant bottles. And we're just
1: pouring things in until it (laughs) tastes like manageably good. So it calls for two parts of Dubonnet Rouge. And again, it's going to be Pim's and Caitlin is just kind of (laughs) pouring
0: it and we hope it's Mike, that looks kind of like a, like an amount, like a shot amount, two shots. I don't know. Yeah. I've spilled it on my notes. So that's (laughs) where we've already begun that process. Okay. So I think two parts is
1: probably just like two shots. Okay. And so then one part of gin. Okay. And it's supposed to be Gordon's gin, but we have. We have New Amsterdam gym here, Gin
0: here. I sound drunk already. Um, New Amsterdam, meaning Manhattan, which there's a beautiful Empire State Building on the back of the bottle. That's So I'm convinced already.
1: Yes, this is very British. Yes,
0: flavors of juniper and sophisticated notes of angelica. I'm sure that goes beautifully with pims.
1: Yes, and after that, we're supposed to stir and strain into a glass, but again... Mm-hmm. <laughs> We have a straw we can (laughs) stir with, actually. We have a straw. We have my Bic pen that I stole from someone's desk. Oh, classy. Very classy. Let's just stir this with a straw.
0: Ah. I mean, honestly, the color of Pim's is kind
1: of a sad, like flat Coca Cola color. It, I think it honestly looks like codeine cough syrup that I've had before <laughs> when I had like really bad strep throat years ago. Okay. okay. Oh, then some a slice of lemon. A let's slice, just yeah. drop it in. Slice of lemon. Someone cut this for us with a butter knife. <laughs> nothing but the but the
0: yeah, nothing but the <laughs> best here for your royal obsessy correspondence.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see. Oh, and then we're supposed to put some ice in. It's supposed to be exactly two cubes of ice. But basically, we have. A cup full of crushed ice from an ice machine. So we're going to (laughs) say... That seems right, right? Wow.
0: We have so many future future careers ahead of us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cheers Cheers. to Queen Elizabeth's upcoming birthday. Yes. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't taste
1: good. (laughs) I've definitely had worse. But I've had worse. Yeah. Again, in college. Yeah, like, it's not Jaeger, so it's definitely mm-hmm. a step up from 19-year-old Lisa's mm-hmm. lifestyle. <laughs> but. It's a little bitter. Like, would I drink this of my own no. volition? No. If it wasn't for this podcast? Probably not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices we go to to really bring you the now loosened up commentary about the Royals.
1: Yeah, we've had a few sips of this <laughs> cup full of three shots of <laughs> alcohol.
0: <laughs> The color is much nicer though now with the lemon and the seltzer.
1: Yeah, now it looks like iced tea.
0: It does. It's a beautiful, beautiful Britishy iced
1: tea. And it tastes like watery cough syrup,
0: <laughs> but
1: with no coating. No coating. So, not, not really as fun, but. Um, <laughs> so. Let's talk about someone who can't drink alcohol right now, no. or at least she shouldn't, Mm-mm. Kate Middleton, because she is about to have her third baby. Unbelievable. She right. just went on maternity leave, which basically means she stopped making occasional appearances at official events and continue to live her life the same way. You
0: need to support women.
1: <laughs> she, she's taking maternity
0: leave. She's earned it. Um, I do, um, like, wonder what that looks like. Do you think she cues up the Netflix? She's like, okay, I'm finally ready to start Narcos or whatever.
1: My favorite fact about Kate Middleton that I've ever heard is that she loves adult coloring books. So I assume all she's doing is adult coloring.
0: I've never heard that before. That's my favorite new thing. Yeah, isn't it amazing? It is amazing.
1: I just like to envision her there all the time, adult coloring, when the kids are at school and— so I assume that's what she's doing, because what could be more relaxing when you're getting ready to give birth naturally, might I add, because she did not use drugs with the last few kids, and so she's believed to have natural birth again.
0: Oh my god, I didn't know that
1: either. I changed my mind. I want but epidural. I want No, honey. Yep. No, 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 no. You said you yep. didn't want
0: it, and you said that even if you did ask for it, that that would just be the crazy talking.
1: <laughs> oh, get me the juice! Yeah, so... are deeply upsetting me today. So she really needs to do the adult coloring to meditate,
0: right? Yeah, I don't think that's going to help you through the pain. Like when the time comes, I'm not an expert, but whatever you need to do, lie back and think of England was created for this kind of scenario. Completely. (laughs) (laughs) but
1: Um, So the baby is due sometime in April. mm -hmm. We don't know when. Um, Some people have said maybe it's going to be born on St. George's Day, which is the 23rd-ish. And that'd be kind of funny, I guess, because mm-hmm. their big brother is George, so ha ha.
0: That'd be cute, yeah.
1: But then also the the wedding anniversary of Kate and William is the 29th interesting Interesting. So as well,
0: Sh- this baby could also steal the birthday of Queen Elizabeth.
1: That's true.
0: So a lot oh. of possible a lot of possibilities here for well, this baby little bean
1: after Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, just after all those very deeply traditional names that are in the running. Mm -hmm. Little Prince Shaggy.
1: Yes. And so there's this thing that they do whenever a royal is pregnant. They, like, place bets on Mm -hmm. what the name's going to be. And with George and Charlotte, everyone kind of knew those were going to be the names because the royals always pick kind of from a traditional pot of -hmm. names that they've used in the past. And so for the girl, like, if this baby is a girl, Mm -hmm. the names are favored as Mary... Alice, Victoria, Mm -hmm. very traditional Yeah,
0: all queens we've seen before.
1: Yeah, I really like Alice, Mm -hmm. although everyone is favoring Mary, but I just think Princess Alice sounds nice, right? Yeah,
0: Alice also seems exactly up the alley of like hipster Brooklyn, like sort of old timey, but still interesting. You know, like I feel like you could see an Alice on the playground in
1: Williamsburg. Yes. So Alice makes sense for me. And then for boys, it's, Believe Albert and Alfred. I saw Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Oh, I can. I, I like that, that too. one.
0: Little Prince Arthur
1: or Prince Art. Oh, Artie. 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 <laughs> okay. So I decided it's gonna be a boy <laughs> named Arthur.
0: Yeah. Artie or Alice. That's all we're accepting here. Yeah. So that those are the bets we're placing, or at least that's how we're wielding our influence. let's
1: um, Have a drink to little Prince Artie, who will definitely exist one day.
0: (laughs) Or, excuse me, now I'm crunching ice right into your ear. Um, (laughs) Or a cheers to Kate Middleton that she no longer has to wear heels and bend down in crowds with her big belly.
1: I'm so impressed by her because I can't even wear heels if I've had, like, two glasses of wine.
0: Yeah, and she just bends down and, like, gets down there with the kids and, like, accepts their little flowers that they give her and has whole conversations with kids on their level
1: it just kind of makes me think of when beyonce was young and mm-hmm. her dad used to train her to be a singer her and her like Destiny's mm-hmm. Child friends and so he used to make them run around the track with their heels on and which is probably fine i don't want to accuse him of anything <laughs> but that doesn't sound great for, for kids not healthy yeah but i feel like she must go through some sort of training because she's so like graceful in her heels yeah. she doesn't look like she's gonna fall no and she's eight months pregnant, bending down.
0: Also not, you know, like showing your underwear to huge crowds of people. Like if I were squatting on the ground in a dress, in high heels – I wouldn't even be able to stay up, let alone not flash the entire crowd. So props to her for that.
1: When I was getting dressed this morning, I put on a skirt and I was like, is it too short? And then I bent over a little bit and I was like, "It is. it shrunk."
0: If, <laughs> if you have to play that game, that's yeah. a good rule of thumb. Again, something Kate never has to do because yes. she will never wear anything more than like an inch above the knee.
1: Very true. And speaking of babies, it seems like another royal couple has baby fever
0: or is it us that has the baby fever? But I'm getting ahead of myself.
1: Honestly, I think it's us. Yeah. I think that's it. But so basically, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married mm-hmm. very soon. May nineteenth. Yes. Mark your calendars. And already everyone cannot get enough of the fact that maybe one day these two people mm-hmm. who are beautiful. Yes. Will procreate. Yes.
0: I mean, they probably will. Um, I just think it's so funny and creepy how we're all like someone's grandma. We are all Prince Harry's grandma in this situation being like, someone when are we going to get some kids? Like when are we getting the kids? I know. Bring I'm them like, on.
1: I'm like, I've been planning this wedding for so long. I just need <laughs> yeah. a baby to play with. Yeah. Like I'm already over like little Prince Artie. Forgot about him. Yeah. I'm so ready for this baby that's not, I don't think, made yet. No. We'll see.
0: That said, William and uh, and Kate, got got really right to it, as did Diana and Charles. I think yeah. it must come on like come from the Queen on High,
1: where she's must. like, get to it. But so basically, um, it's been said that Harry is really eager to start mm-hmm. a family. Like basically as soon as the wedding's over, he wants to get to making some babies. So
0: now we can start making babies.
1: I get she's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. get to it.
0: That's what honeymoons head. are for.
1: Yes. And then at an event recently Megan also um, made a passing comment where she saw some, like, baby stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, maybe one day I'll need that. And then suddenly all the headlines were, Megan Markle drops a baby hint. Mm-hmm. Megan Markle's going to have a baby. She talks babies. Yeah. It's just like a passing comment where she – it's like I could have looked at a tree and be like, oh, I would like a tree like that,
0: <laughs> you know? But you, there are no passing comments when you're Megan Markle, especially when you're talking about procreating. Mm-hmm. So she has to know what she's up to which excites me even more. Like I'll, I'll allow it because it thrills me so much. I think
1: Megan knows exactly what she's doing. She is so intelligent and savvy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like, not to say, I, I don't think she's someone who's rigid or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I just think that like everything she says, she knows. Yeah, She knows like what effect it's going to have. Yeah, She knows that I'm sitting at home looking at this tweet <laughs> on my phone that someone who's like quoted her, Mm -hmm. and suddenly it's the biggest thing in my life. And I'm texting all (laughs) of my friends, like, Megan Markle's having a baby. Great
0: news. This exciting thing happened to my best friend, Megan Markle. I'm an aunt. (laughs) Yeah, finally. (laughs) Well, you know, if that's her plan, then we're very grateful that she's given us this small gift of joy. Mm -hmm. And that sometime in the next maybe even year, Mm -hmm. again, William and Kate got right to it. It could happen in the next year.
1: Yeah, I mean it could happen now. Like anyone's <laughs> timeline. Maybe it's already happening. That that's the thing I don't think I don't think that's what's happening. I don't either. I think that they were just at a liquor factory. No, that's not it. They're, I think they were like at a distillery or something. But yeah,
0: when they were in Ireland, when they made their surprise appearance in Northern Ireland on Friday, I believe, they popped into a pub.
1: Yes, and I forgot to check if she was drinking. <sighs>
0: God, what kind of women are we if we're not trying to read into the drinking choices of our best friend, Meghan
1: Markle? <laughs> Although Prince Harry, I read, has cut down on alcohol and he's quit um, smoking and he's talked to a nutritionist and he's been working out more because he's trying to get his soldier body back before the wedding. Sweating for the wedding. Yeah.
0: God, so it happens to boys too. I don't know if I should feel better about that or worse for the fate of humanity.
1: And – I mean, just from someone who saw him with clothes on and paparazzi pictures, he looked perfectly fine. He looks great. Fine. So he the looks fact that he great. lost 10 pounds, I hope, is solely for health and not yes. aesthetic purposes.
0: No, because, Harry, you're perfect. Don't do that to yourself. Don't let the patriarchy get you down.
1: I know. I'm the godmother to his child.
0: <laughs> you want him to be healthy. He's so hot, though. Yes. Um, other wedding planning from those two is they – Okay, so I think this is really bizarre, but they released the cake that they're going to serve on May 19th. They Kensington Palace released a statement, released an Instagram of the, the baker who's creating a lemon elderflower cake for them. They released some quotes from her. They released the plans for the cake. Now, again, this is the royals. They're very tight-lipped. To me, it's so bizarre that they would just choose to share this incredibly specific detail Like, as a woman who has female friends, who has had lots of friends get married, and I am very involved with every stage of that process, (laughs) I still don't – I'm not in the weeds about what cake they're
1: serving. (laughs) By the way, I've been sipping this drink, and Mm -hmm. I no longer hate it, and I kind of am okay with it. Interesting. Maybe that's the alcohol. Do
0: you think it's the alcohol taking over? Are the flavors melding?
1: I think the ice has melted, so maybe it's more watery. It just tastes more like weird watery Mm -hmm. stuff. Anyway, back to the cake. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I completely interrupted you. But, yeah, it is really interesting. But they're, like, slowly releasing certain details. Like, they sent the shot of um, or the picture of the invites Mm -hmm. was published online. And the invites didn't look that great, personally. No.
0: I kind of think that the invites should be, like, bridesmaids when she gets the box and the butterfly like flies out and lands (laughs) on her head. That's my vision. Like, I think if you're getting invited to Prince Harry's wedding, even if you're expecting it, even if you are Eugenie, you should still get a very special invite. Those just looked like just cursive.
1: Especially because Meghan Markle used to teach calligraphy. Yes. She was so gung-ho about it. And so I assumed that I thought it was going to be like this ornately like I don't even know, calligraphed, calligraphy, calligraphed, calligraphed.
0: We made a word.
1: Yeah. It's going to be like (laughs) all this calligraphy here, there, Mm -hmm. everywhere. But instead it's just like very boring typeset. Yeah. Although maybe the invites that we saw were the 600 that were going to the regular guests. Oh, interesting. And then there were 200 for
0: VIPs. The peasant invites, if you will.
1: The peasant invites for like the very famous and wealthy people that are going. So- it also was revealed this week that Kate Middleton used to try to set Harry up when he was struggling after his last breakup oh God, with yes. Chrisita Bonas, mm-hmm. who is now an actress. Or I guess she was also an actress at the time, but she was an actress slash known for... Of course she was. But now she's just... Model, an, actress, socialite. Yes, actress girl. in her own right. Mm-hmm. And so it was revealed this week that Kate and Eugenie have both been trying to set him up. And of course, Harry met... Uh, Cressida, or mm-hmm. I think he called her Cressy. Of course he did. He met her through Eugenie. Okay. Or maybe it was Beatrice, but she's friends with both of them. Okay. Like, I follow her on Instagram, and it was it was Eugenie's birthday the other day, and she had a bunch of posts of the two of them. I'm like, wow, they're really close. Yeah.
0: I mean, yes. First of all, she's amazing on Instagram, which makes me wonder why more of the royals aren't on Instagram, because it really does feel like her. It doesn't feel like a sort of, you know, sort of corporate locked up account. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's adorable. I highly recommend. But why, oh, why did Harry need assistance in the dating department?
1: Well, I will say from my viewing of E's scripted drama, <laughs> The Royals, it seems like maybe they don't meet the best people or maybe they mm-hmm. just meet a lot of like social climber types or it could be like he met all of the same people and he was ready to meet new people. However, I can't imagine that like Kate was meeting, like introducing him to someone that he hadn't known already. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, that is how he met Meghan Markle. Not through Kate, but through Mm -hmm. their friend who works for Ralph Lauren. Mm -hmm. Her name is Violet, and I can't remember her last name. Mm. She's done enough. Yeah. You know, she just shaped history. (laughs) Made us so happy. And like led to the creation of my godchild. St. Violet. (laughs) But But, so she set him up with um, Meghan Markle. So I guess that's what happens when you're royal, like. You can't go on Tinder. You can't even do Raya, which mm-hmm. is the dating app for fancy people. Fancy people like mm-hmm. John Mayer's on there. Mm-hmm. Making out with John Mayer is just part of living in New York. So you can't do that. You gotta like go through your friends, and when you've met everyone they know, you gotta like s- go to some other friends. I mean, I I, I guess I, get, I grasp the concept. It's just
0: more. I mean, we've all been there. I think it's more the idea that we know how crappy it feels when a relative of yours is like. So what's going on in your love life? Do you need some help? And I just hate the idea of Harry being like, yes, I guess I need some help. Or like having his cousin and sister-in-law be like, so I've arranged something for you. And he's like, oh, not another one, you know? (laughs) Like that's what I imagine. I think it does make sense that he can't just like hit the club. I mean, he has in the past, but he can't do the normal things. But it just makes me sad that like at the ripe old age of, what is he, 33 now, 34,
1: One of those. I think he's 34 and she's 37. No, she's 36 and he's 33.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. I
1: think that's right.
0: It just makes me sad that, yeah, around, let's say they've been dating for a little bit. So 31, 32, they were like, all right, you need to get it together and start going on dates with nice girls. And I'm going to hook you up with my friend from Pure Bar,
1: you know? (laughs) It just reminds me of my mom texting me. And she lives like an hour flight away being like, I met the nicest chiropractor. A hundred percent. Like, is he coming to New York? Does he live here? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> great. sorry, I'm not going to marry this chiropractor mom. Yeah.
0: I had a great aunt give my email address to one of her condo associates in <laughs> Florida because yeah. he was a dentist. Don't know what his son did, a retired dentist. But he had a child- who is somewhere between the ages of 20 and 50. Okay. Uh, who maybe lives in the Northeast. So my email address was passed on to her neighbor who m- has a son.
1: And you don't D know if he's a dentist? Don't, no. His dad was. What if you like miss the opportunity to marry into a dental dynasty? That's true.
0: I mean, it could have been Prince Harry. Like maybe that's a cover. You know, you have to leave your heart open. I never heard from him, so it doesn't really matter. My email address was for not, but
1: well, I'm I just like, want- hope it's because he doesn't live in this part of the northeast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just want better for Harry, you know. Yeah, and so he he did alright. I she- guess I shouldn't pity him too much because he's doing fine now.
1: And also, Megan appeared wearing a messy bun again last week.
0: You know, every time she wears this messy bun, it's a political statement.
1: It truly is because Kate goes so far to wear like a hair net when she has her hair in a bun. Yes. So I actually didn't know that. So
0: I'm more focused on the hair net than I am on the messy bun because to me, it's actually a delightful bun. It's something I would pay a lot of money for to have those perfect tendrils. And yeah. There's always volume at the back, which is very hard to do. So it's being teased in the back. It's Fantastic. There's nothing messy about it, but Kate is wearing a hairnet. Oh my not, God,
1: not all the time, but no. definitely several times. Because yeah. I've seen the hairnet multiple times and been like, "Okay, mm, yeah." But with Megan's messy bun, it's like she looks like she just put it together, but you yeah. know that a professional did it, and that as you said, every single tendril is just yeah. like perfectly placed, and she looks just like. You know, I, I got a haircut the other day, so my hair can't go back uh, as fur. You look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but like when my hair was a little bit longer, it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It looks. I would. I saw her, and I'm like, I could do that same thing, even mm-hmm. though there's no way I could possibly do that.
0: Yeah. And as
1: women, we know that that's the most sought after
0: type of hairstyle is the one that looks perfectly slightly disheveled, but actually takes hours of work and two pe- like four sets of hands and whatever. I really really like the look, and so I encourage yeah. it. Not too often because the critics, man.
1: But I feel like that's kind of her thing, you know. Like, she yeah. has the roast chicken. She She's chill. Yeah, she's so chill. She's this California girl with her messy mm. bun that was professionally done. And even her makeup is, like, pretty subtle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she has, like, eye makeup on and clearly, like, lip stuff. And yeah. I mean, I do too right now. But, mm-hmm. like, you can't really tell on her. Yeah. And her look just kind of looks, like, effortless chic. Yeah. So... She's just someone who's effortlessly beautiful but pays a lot of money for it.
0: Of course, as we all aspire to. I honestly, no, Mm -hmm. I mean, I really do like it for so many reasons. It's something I would like to try myself, so it's just nice hair inspo.
1: I think that's got to be a segment where we (laughs) give you a messy bun.
0: We drink more Pims and we (laughs) attempt to tease my hair at the back of the head And do a little soft, messy bun that is actually a beautiful chignon just not held together with hairspray and, you know, 1960s-era hairnets.
1: I feel like since we do have these cups full of watery (laughs) pims in front of us, we should do another cheers to Megan Megan and her messy bun. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for all of us. Long may it rain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Maybe that'll be the wedding hairstyle. Wouldn't that be iconic? I mean, honestly, a soft, like, low – because this the one she wore in uh, Northern Ireland last week was, like, a low to the side kind
1: of bond. Yeah, it was to the side. Mm-hmm. So, like, some angles you couldn't even really see it. It almost looked like it was in, like, a French twist sort of yeah. thing. But then you go to the other side, and it's like, bam,
0: it's there. Yeah, it's very romantic. So I think that would actually be a great wedding hairstyle. So just so Megan knows, if she's listening, that's our vote. It's one of the votes. I have lots of feelings about the wedding look.
1: So, like, so far it's Megan – Make a baby (laughs) and then wear your hair like this. Yeah. Whatever order you want that to be in. It's not
0: too much to ask, I don't think. But (laughs) once again, we are very, very grateful to Megan for giving us endless fodder and endless inspiration with her hair. Um, That, uh, before we adjourn the Royal Pod, um, we'd like to share some personal highs and lows for the royal news this week, so I clearly our mutual high was the me- the return of the messy bun. Completely. What about Lowe's though? What Lowe's. are we sad about? I'm not sad about anything this week. They're I, doing great stuff.
1: I guess I'm sad that Harry sounds like he was sad and, yeah. and he was looking for love and he just wasn't finding it. He had to casually date a beautiful model before he met Megan. The toughest. Yeah, I looked at her up on Instagram. She was like incredibly beautiful and like sophisticated and cool. Um, I'm going to look through our notes and try to find her name. I can't even remember it. It was something ridiculous probably. It doesn't, she doesn't even need a name. (laughs) I could find it, but I'm choosing not to. But like, you know, I guess I'm just sad that he was sad, but I'm really happy that he's happy. And he's found this like beautiful woman, the best friend I've ever had.
0: (laughs) My low was that they surprised, well, that we're not going to see Kate Middleton for a while. I was going to say that they surprised us with the Northern Ireland trip because, first of all, us, we are both writers who cover the royals, and it's not cool no. to surprise writers with a pop-up appearance in Northern Ireland. First of all, the crowds can't get there in time. All the fashion bloggers aren't ready to ID the outfits. Not at all. They're already five hours ahead of us. It's just like it's it's we need to be prepared. We need to have something to look forward to. So no more surprise appearances, please. But it should be noted that it was surprise for security reasons. No, but that's fine. We can still hate it. That's just, fine. That's fine for the fine. listeners. Safety is important, um, but like and, to a degree. To a degree. And my <laughs> and as I was starting to say, my other low was no Kate Middleton for a while because she's now on maternity leave. Sad.
1: Adult coloring.
0: Adult. <laughs> adult coloring in her adult coloring books. Yes. Uh, so some personal plugs for us. You can follow me, Caitlin at Hey K K M E N Z on Twitter, uh, and Lisa.
1: You can follow me at Lisa Raya on Twitter. It's like Lisa Ryan, but without an N because someone else has that name. <laughs> the, we're
0: to kill them. Um, <laughs> and then follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Until next week, God save
1: the pod. Her majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you enjoyed the podcast, do give us the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.